Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. If you don't already know, my name is Janice here to share today's reflection with you. Recently, when we had some friends over at our place, the kids asked the guests if they would like to check out their room. And so the guests, being part curious and part courteous, said, Of course, of course we would like to see your room. We'd love to know what it looks like. So the kids, brimming with enthusiasm, proceeded to grab their hands and bring them into the room and show them their space. And I love that they were so proud and happy to share it because it means they felt that it was special, that it was worth showing and sharing. I'm sure some of you would have memories of similar experiences like my kids. You know, in this little room of theirs, they have had many adventures, fun times of building all sorts of things, using cushions from our couch, pillows from every bed in the house, table lamps, towels, blankets as canopies. They would make tents or caves or ships or fortresses. Fortresses are the most exciting, obviously, because there would be cannons firing or guns shooting, catapults going and soldiers or warriors falling into the moat or over the edge of the towers. I remember building these things as a kid myself and I remember having so much make-believe fun so I really enjoy seeing the kids going wild with their imagination to create stories of adventures that you can't find anywhere else. Actually with how easily kids get attached to gadgets nowadays, all the more I think it's good to encourage them to indulge in imaginative play like this. Beyond just child's play, which I've just described, though, the idea of a real-life fortress is a good one. Although a bit distant from our reality nowadays, isn't it? As urban dwellers, or in general, as people living in a world where fortresses or castles are not quite the way battles are fought anymore. It's a good idea to dwell on, as a way to imagine what God is like to us in times of danger, in times of warfare, in times when we face very real fears and threats in life. Back in the days when armies would march and settlements or cities were in danger of being captured, a fortress that was strong and mighty was how a kingdom withstood whatever came to assault it. It was the place of safety and refuge for the people. It was built with strong walls, fortified walls, that could stand as a bulwark against the enemies as a defense and protection against harm. As soon as news of some attack came, people would run to the fortress to seek refuge. It it meant refuge, safety, security, even life itself. So you can imagine it was super important for the people to know where the fortresses were so that they could find these places of refuge in times of trouble rather than going around being totally exposed and vulnerable to attack. Psalm 18 verse 2 tells us that the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Here, just like in many other texts in the Bible, is this idea of fortress being figuratively used of God. Around 22 times, in fact, in the King James Version of the Bible. It seems to me that God wants us to know he 
is a mighty fortress to us. Stronghold, castle, strong place, a fort, our defense. It goes without saying that we have an enemy that is constantly out to steal, kill and destroy what is ours, to come against us, capture us, conquer us. So God wants us to know he is that fortress for us to run to, to seek refuge, be safe, be in a place we will always be welcome in the day of trouble. He would not only provide safety, he himself will be our protection and our protector. I mean, just take another look at this verse, Psalm 18, verse 2. The emphasis that is in the verse, the repetition of this same idea throughout the entire verse is unmistakable. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Throughout scripture and throughout history, there are countless stories of people who sought God in the midst of great trials or desperate situations. Maybe they were outnumbered, like Gideon and his men. Maybe they were at a disadvantage in battle, like Joshua and the Israelites at Jericho. Maybe they were under evil oppression, like Moses and the Israelites in the land of Egypt. Maybe they were at the point of being overwhelmed and defeated, discouraged, like Nehemiah and the exiles who were trying to rebuild the wall. In their distress, they cried out to God, like we hear in Psalm 31, Incline your ear to me, rescue me speedily. Be a rock, a refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress, and for your namesake you lead me and guide me. Where people have made God their fortress, he delivered them, and he could put away all their fears. They became safe, strong, secure, unconquerable by the enemy, and you know, not fully destructible, but unconquerable. And they could say, he is my fortress. I will never be shaken. I remember first hearing this hymn for the first time by Martin Luther, entitled, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And thinking to myself, what a strange idea. God as a fortress? In my mind, the image conjured up is of a grayish, dull-looking, stoic sort of structure. Nothing like, you know, the bright, fun and fluffy, make-believe versions that we or our kids build in the rooms, for sure. But it was this truth, this experiential reality that Luther captured in his hymn, that in the face of persecution, difficulty and attack, God was his fortress. And the lines from the first stanza go like this. A mighty fortress is our God. A bulwark never failing. Our helper, he. Amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woo. His craft and power are great. And armed with cruel hate, on earth is not his equal. How this captures so very well the immovable solidness of our God. 
whose strength is truly made perfect in our weakness. Because when we have nowhere else to run but to Him is when His might can truly be displayed, be worth showing and sharing. Do you know He is your fortress? Scripture even tells us in Nahum 1 verse 7 that the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in Him. You see, the question is not whether God knows those who take refuge in Him. He does. In other words, those who would trust and entrust their lives to Him. The question is whether we know who is good, who is our stronghold in the day of trouble, and who we should take refuge in and trust in. Do you know the Lord is your rock and your fortress and your deliverer? your God, your rock in whom you take refuge, your shield and the horn of your salvation, your stronghold. Today, if you feel vulnerable, like you're standing unprotected, you're exposed to the enemy, you're unable to fend or protect yourself, I want you to know it's not a day of defeat. It is God's invitation to you to know Him as your strong tower. Today, if you're facing danger, warfare, very real fears and threats, for example, crisis at work, or very bad relational conflicts, or an incredible bunch of problems you cannot solve, or you're struggling with anxiety attacks or depressive episodes, would you receive this truth that there is a place of refuge, safety, security, even life itself, that you have this mighty fortress in the Lord your God, so that when the enemy comes against you, with his help you do what many before you have done. Run to God your fortress, who does not slumber, who does not sleep, who cannot be shaken or overpowered. He will shield you, deliver you, keep you. He will never fail you. He will never forget you. He will never forsake you. Now let's take a couple minutes to reflect on this verse slowly with repeated readings that I'll do with it. You may find it helpful to have pen and paper as you follow along. This first time, simply let the words wash over you without any preconceived notions about the words, but simply listen. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Mm. 
second reading, and this time listen for a word as I read. Listen for a word that God highlights to you, without filtering it. As soon as a word jumps out at you, you can write it down. Just that word. The Lord is my rock, and my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge. My shield, and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold. Now, as I read it again, ask God to expand that word for you. Maybe with a picture or a memory. Or an impression in your mind, as God expands or amplifies what He's saying to you through this word, feel free to draw it or write it down. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold. Finally, I will read it once more. At this time, you are asking God, "How do you want me to carry this word with me today?" Ask God and note what He tells you. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock. In whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Now take a moment to pray your response back to him, using your own words. Okay, great. Let me pray to end our reflection. Our Lord God, thank you for your word today, that reminds us you are our rock, our fortress, our refuge, our stronghold. And many times we may forget, or sometimes we uh, say you are our refuge and our place of safety, but our actions, our thoughts, our、uh, attitudes. 
convey otherwise. And we want to choose today to remember you truly are our place of safety, our best place of safety. And you are a refuge, and that you are strong and mighty, and that you are immovable. You are our shield, our protector, our deliverer. And so wherever uh, we may be in times where there is danger or threats, we want to learn to run to you and find safety. That we may truly know you are our fortress and that others too can experience what it is to find safety in you because we have experienced it ourselves. And so we pray all this uh, for ourselves and each other, those who are listening with us. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Daily. Do join us again in the next one. I hope you have a great day ahead. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace. Thank you.